0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, I am wearing a Brazilian soccer jersey. Chris, how are you today? I'm good.
1: I'm doing well.
0: Welcome to BJJ and Fruz, everybody. We are live at ATP Orlando Saturday. I actually did not train. Chris did.
1: He's one beer in already. Yeah, Noah pumped out today, huh? Noah feels overtrained. <laughs> I just I just felt a little beat up so Did I you? Just, I need an extra day to Did rest you get over the Rabdo weekend. this week or something? I'm sorry. Did you get Rabdo this week or something or No, I just
0: I, I was um in nogi there's a headlock series we're going through. So it's uke, my neck got a little oh, extra yeah. work. so your neck, so you're, so you're C1 and C2 and then, are like <laughs> dislocated. And then yesterday <laughs> I went with Justin and uh Oh my god. Enrico, like, yes. And both of them got good squeezes on my head. So that, uh, my neck just feels like it it just
1: needs a little time to... (laughs) Hopefully you have one of those, like, my favorite pillows, so it's, like, (laughs) giving you the perfect contour for your neck and stuff, so you're sleeping in proper alignment. So how was class? It was good, ironically, so I just, you know, on Saturdays, as Paul likes to sort of take his time to get class started, I I just went ahead and started, and I Mm -hmm. got everybody warmed up, and I didn't know that our... Our lesson this week is sort of like a front headlock based and turtle based thing so I actually had was teaching the students how to spin today and like maintain pressure and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. which led perfectly into what we were doing I didn't know that so well what did you
0: do because it sounds like you might have done something different what do you mean did you not do like uh, X guard entries from side control escapes
1: that's what we did I mean I I did that Tuesday Thursday for morning class okay so what did you so I guess you did something I haven't seen yet Oh, it was just like clock choke, um, clock choke, the cross choke, bow and arrow choke. I guess is the next series for White Belt. Yeah, gotcha. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah, that's like good. It's good to review because like I think the clock choke is just one of those underutilized things that Paul tends to get us in all the time, and we, you know.
0: Yeah, he likes to get it because he'll take back and then take his hooks out. Yeah, and turtle and, and he'll then he'll put it in chokers. again. Yeah, and, yeah, it just he's he, got he, the grip still. He still has the grip. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs>
1: just he's letting you play, right? Like he's like the cat with like so the I lizard. Let you come
0: up and then you just choke yourself.
1: The um, so you you said something earlier this week that very that was very intriguing to me. We had a little bit of a discussion about it. I'm on my way home from work. Is that you're like mentally fatigued from jujitsu? Oh, do you still feel that way right now? I mean just a little bit, it, it
0: was just that particular day, I, I likened it to uh, when, I spoke, when, I, when I lived in Spain and I'd, I'd speak Spanish all day as a non-native speaker, it just, it took more mental effort to do that and, and there were some days where I just wanted to just speak English. You know, like this is too much work and, and then I would just, with the jujitsu I was just, I don't know, I just happened to be grappling, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what's my objective right now? I'm just like I'm just flailing around. Like I, it's it's like this is taking too hard to think about. Like, well, they're gonna do this, so I have to do this. That you know, because again, you should, I'm
1: not. You should just feel.
0: Yeah, no, I I know, but I, I'm trying to like practice things. So there, there's a lot of purpose and intent and a lot of thought process going on. You but know?
1: so, so your intention just be work the system that you know, given that moment in time. Is <laughs> uh, that that should be your Did you watch here.
0: the Bruce Lee documentary on ESPN? No, I don't have ESPN. <laughs> and I ha-
1: no, I haven't. But I I haven't been in my Bruce Lee kick a little bit lately though. There so we go. Be I'm, Water. <laughs> be water man That's like I I you know, like I'll I'll get inspired and be like, yeah, he you know. I'll watch like Dragon the Bruce Lee story. The or original something. MMA
0: fighter, according
1: oh to Dana White. I mean we can there's a
0: lot behind that. So but. how much so how much of Bruce Lee is you, you talk about hero worship? I feel like every decade like in in 10
1: years we might be saying Bruce Lee walked on water. Like is It's how- a weird. I don't know, like I I think with my introduction to more alive martial arts, I stopped looking at Bruce Lee as this god and more as a like I liken him to a pioneer, like the way Jigoro Kano was with jiu-jitsu okay. and you know and Mas was to like Kyokushin karate. Like, that's sort of like how I look at Bruce Lee now. Like, I, I'm not one of these, like, nut huggers that, like, these, like, traditional martial artists look at, like, what he does as something, like, super revolutionary. It's like, to me, I, okay, so if you're, you, you, you used to be a comic guy, not so much, right? Anymore? Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, right. so, like, is that fair? All right. So, I, people revere Watchmen as, like, the greatest piece of, like, comic book oh, writing yeah. ever. Right. Well, yeah. Well, and people I, love Alan Moore. People, love, I mean, he's a very good writer. Don't get me wrong. Supreme is a far better product. But um, so like, I read Watchmen way after the fact, just to become familiar with it when the movie came out. And so like, I read it and I'm like, okay, this is good. But because that was that had set the stage for a lot of like modern like treating comics as more than just like kid material, I've already been exposed to the stuff that had developed far beyond that. So, like, when I read it, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I could imagine for its time, like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And it's, you know, revolutionary and stuff. But, like, when I read it as, like, a 25-year-old or a case, so I'm like, oh, you know, I it's good. You know, like, I mean.
0: Yeah, but nowadays you can pick up Kingdom Come, which, which takes is, your the characters that right were traditionally portrayed Which is my favorite comic by the way. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah.
1: Um, but we so that's why, like, that's right. how I feel about, like, Bruce Lee. Like, people... I think if they're still trapped in the paradigm of traditional martial arts, they're going to continue to revere him as this God. Whereas like me having sort of like evolved beyond that and training like Muay Thai and Jitsu and you know, MMA in its limited capacity or in my limited capacity of doing MMA. Like I don't, I'm like, okay, I, I, I get it. Like I, I'll, I'll go back and I'll read like the Tao of Jeet Kune, Do, Jeet Kune Do. And, like, even, like, the John Little expanded stuff. Is it stuff. Tao or Dao? It's a T in my book. And okay. last I checked, we live in America. So <laughs> <Holly>. <laughs> um, if, if, if uh, Shannon... Says the Asian-American. <laughs> if Shannon Lee or or whoever the hell is heading that, like, his brand now decides to go and change it to the Cantonese version of Dao, or, uh, then I'll start pronouncing it Dao. Um, but, like... What was I saying? You were talking about... Uh, oh, I'll Bruce go back Lee. and I'll read like the Tao and I'll, or what did you do? <laughs> I'll go back and read like, the Tao or I'll read like the expanded version where like John Little took like his, they, he was given express permission to um, read like Bruce Lee's library of notes and stuff like that. And like sort of condense it and organize it better. And there was a series of books like I'll go back and I'll read those every so often. And like me being extremely familiar with MMA and I guess you could say not an expert, but just. Well versed in MMA and jiu-jitsu and kickboxing, definitely more so than the than your common bystander. Exactly, and and definitely more so than a fucking traditional martial artist, right? Yeah. Like I don't see that stuff as like revolutionary. Whereas like if your your frame of reference is purely fucking Shotokan Karate, and you read like, oh man, I should use broken rhythm, like that's amazing. Like you're like, oh my god, this is revolutionary, right? But like, I watch fucking MMA on Pluto TV, and it's just like, okay, you know, like it's we get it, you know.
0: So what you're saying is context plays a big role. Yeah, in the I context mean, like, of that time when when Bruce Lee was around and and when The Watchmen came out. But like that's examples. an interesting thing
1: too because like we we talk like Jujitsu is starting to become a little of that right? Like you see the hero worship fit developing a little bit in Jujitsu now too, and like and that's I think. That sort of frame of reference for jujitsu Jiu-Jitsu is going to start holding it back, and there's going to be a big divergence. But that's, that's within the Jiu-Jitsu community.
0: I think the thing about Bruce Lee is he transcended the traditional martial arts community because he became a mainstream movie star. True. So Jiu-Jitsu is still a niche, but we've
1: always grown said it's niche.
0: young, so it's going to be... Uh,
1: yes, we, it's very young. It's very young going to take some time so let me ask you how your training went this week aside from getting your head popped off yeah it's fine good stuff you liking that club what club the club man the crunch oh club crunch how many is that how many times you've been in this week any lucky ladies four times four times four times my goodness yeah four times this week and only i think two of two of which paul and
0: eli were there so they've been missing out so the 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 team ma- the,
1: dr- the the team works make the dream work is not happening <laughs> is right now. So COVID like forced it. Now that it's done,
0: now we are on their own? to have a few extra Moscow mules at the ale house. That's a good choice, then, man.
1: Okay, I might have to partake. If is, is that the drink of choice? That's that's what.
0: Well, that's that's what gets Paul and Eli sucked in, and then Eli that's a good proceeds drink. to start uh, ordering some JMOs.
1: What is a JMO?
0: I know a maskamio just because so I, I love it's, ginger it's, beer. So. That's Jameson. It's just he orders Jameson shots so much now that the bartender calls them Jmos. So I'm <laughs> like, oh, two more Jmos,
1: Eli, coming right up. <laughs> he they know his name. Oh yeah. Oh, his boy. first name basis. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. That's, it's, uh, it's, and his fights when? Uh, Postponed. TBA. TBA. Okay. TBD. TBA. TBA. Yeah. TBD. So he knows, but no, he no, knows. No, no. TBD. So TBD. TB decided. Okay. Yeah
0: to be determined to be decided. So is
1: that that's an interesting thing as an as an athlete if if I were a competitive athlete I'm not sure I would be doing that every night or or as often as it's done. Did you watch the last dance?
0: The last dance? The Last Dance, the ten-part documentary on ESPN about Michael Jordan's final year with I, the Chicago Bulls I, I'm, when they won the so last. So,
1: as you know, my my discretionary time is very limited. I'm and I, I made a commitment to myself that if I started something this year, I would finish did it. Did you this ever year. finish The Mandalorian? I did. Oh, okay, which is such a good show, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm glad you. I'm currently it. in Into the Badlands. I've never heard that. It's it was a show that was made post. Um, it was AMC when they were like, "Oh, The Walking Dead is like super successful. If we put out good products, people will follow." It's a post-apocalyptic um, martial arts show. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> but done. It's like steampunk. Like I love I love worlds. Like what what makes for like good storytelling. Is like world building where you learn about it through the course of the story, right? Like where there are rules and whatever's already established, and you just learn about it like without extra... What about what about preacher on AMC? What do you think about that? I never I never watched it. Oh okay. I'm not. I'm not I started I, watching. I'm it, not an NS guy, man. Oh, I can't really? deal with him.
0: I mean, it was just one of those things where it just seemed like a little overly violent for violence' sake. Like they would just throw. But blood. that's the comic though, I right? That so that I mean, like, like,
1: have you watched the boys? Yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's
0: that's yeah, but yeah, it just how it was put together, like in the demeanor it was put together. It just is it okay? It just, it I, just I just haven't started. watched Preacher, and I'm I'm not I'm not a Constantine and stuff fan.
1: And so all sort so of stuff.
0: back to the thing, because it started with the last dance. Did have, did you follow Michael Jordan to any degree in the
1: 90s? That was so. That's when I I stopped watching basketball. Was when he retired the second okay, time. Okay, awesome.
0: So. so there's there's some context there. You, you'll relate to this. I,
1: I do know sports beyond combat sports. I mean, like let's be clear. Okay. And basketball might be the extent of it. I don't. I still don't know the so, rules to football. You had said,
0: as an athlete getting ready for a competition, I don't know if I would necessarily do, let's say, go out at night and drink copious yeah. amounts of liquor, sort
1: of thing. And I said, have you seen the last dance? Well, uh, the are, you, I say are you are you expressly trying to be quiet today? No, I'm no? not. No, no, I'm. I'm. Normally, you're so much more boisterous.
0: Well, I'm, I'm standing right in front of you. It's just oh, okay. because I, I feel like the, the training in the background is so loud that it I have to get loud. close to, to, to hear good. you. It's fine. But <clears throat> no, I'm looking at the levels on the computer. We're both at good okay, levels Okay, good, here. good, good. So Phil Jackson.
1: The Zen, the Zen, Zen, the Zen, Zen Ma- master. The Zen yeah, master.
0: Man. Uh, they talk See, explicitly about how he handled all those personalities. Okay. And in one instance, Dennis Rodman came to them <laughs> well, yeah, that's
1: a their final year and said... And that's, that's Jordan Gen 2, yes. version 2.0. And he You came. cannot have that, sir. <laughs> <I> <laughs> we have, one we have Victor inspecting beer. When's your birthday, and, Victor? And, and Chris... Victor, when's July your birthday? July 12th. Chris, all I want for my birthday is, 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 hey, share, I've got, is hey, to share a beer with you, Victor, man. I've got one special for you. It's in the fridge right now. Oh, <laughs> all right? Shit! No, no, for real, for real, yeah, yeah, for real. July twelfth, I got one for you, okay? My man. I'm gonna do it right, like none of this bullshit stuff. I've got a dogfish 120 for me and you that we, you and I will split. I don't
2: know what that is, but I'm down.
1: It's it's a it's 12 alcohol for a beer. Yeah, yeah. It's like drinking maple syrup. So, all right. So July twelfth, we got Victor's birthday. So we gotta do we gotta run the line on you too, just so you know.
0: So if people if people are are still following this story because we keep interrupting it's it, it's fine. How many times? So. Dennis Rodman comes to Phil Jackson and says, I, I, I need to go to Vegas. <laughs> okay. In the middle of their season. Right? And Phil's like, sure. He, he, he goes to Michael. He's like, Dennis wants to go to, to Vegas. <laughs> Jordan's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and uh, they basically said, okay, you got 48 hours. You do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and he, No way. And he left. And he he went to Vegas, and he came back to Chicago, and he hadn't reported in yet. And Carmen Electra tells the story from her perspective because she was dating. She was, was she, she was married dating to him, right? She, or married to him? She was either dating or married into. Yeah. To, where she uh, Michael Jordan's pounding on the door. He comes in into the room. Or the Is it bedroom, like your
1: forty-eight hours
0: are up? And she's like, she was like, I was freaked out, so I just hid, like I hid under a sheet.
1: Was that a no-knock rule that he used? I don't know but basically <laughs> there
0: was there was all manner of you don't want you know you don't want to know happening in that bedroom or going on but the end of this the 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 moral story is Phil Jackson had a knack if you look historically at understanding what each uh athlete needed Dennis needed that in order to um, in order to continue to perform at a high level okay and and to further that to further show that as evidence, cross the next a day dog? the next day back, okay. you know they they're gonna they're gonna do conditioning, and the assumption was well we're doing conditioning because of Dennis. Did Dennis pissed. just kill it.
1: No That's way. what he did. That's so, crazy. So, so Jordan uh,
0: tells them like guys guys he tells everybody else guys. Don't be running super fast, like, because we're going to do Indian runs, so they're going to do laps around. That,
1: you need to call those. Uh, oh, that's the thing where you the person from the back sprints to the front.
0: That's what. The, that's what. I, that I don't know any other
1: name to call them, and I think they call oh, them like, that. Super politically I incorrect. Know, Come on, man. On July twelfth of all but days. I don't even know what the like. I and I, I'm not. Even, my di- My dates are all fucked up. Yeah, it's, well, it's June thirteenth.
0: I don't know what the um, what what the politically correct term for that. It, okay,
1: Indian I I know what it is.
0: Basically, you, I didn't, know you basically you jog Indian you're jogging armor. and the last person in line sprints to the front and when that person gets to the front the next person goes. So Jordan basically said, "Guys, I want you guys basically walking." You know, like I don't you like like it's mid-season, we're in shape. Well, Dennis gets out there and he starts going. Took him four laps to catch him. Really? According to the story. So, the point is is I'm not going to pass judgment on anyone's choices and what they do in their off time as long as they're putting in the, the work necessary to get ready for their competition the way they need to do it. Um, that, to me, is what's important. So,
1: and That's so interesting.
0: I'm with you. Like I wouldn't do that, me personally, and maybe you wouldn't do it. But just because... You and I wouldn't do it. Doesn't mean that's not the right thing for that's someone else. That's such an else.
1: interesting thing because, like, I listen to a lot of like Sam Harris, right? Like, what? <sighs> I'm gonna go there. Like, I just think that Wikipedia entry
0: about like. This group of podcasters that's alternative thinks Sam Harris, Joe Rogan, but like
1: okay, so like but there's objective ways you can measure human performance. Is Sam Harris the one that talks about like uh, social hierarchies? No, no. no, Who's that one? Jordan Peterson. That's Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Sam Harris is the guy who's um, a moral landscape. Okay. So like, we can cure malaria right like but we but we kind of can't like just because we 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 know what the definition of health is or or excuse me we don't know what the def- definition of health is but we can definitely define disease right and just because we can there are many different definitions to Health and human performance doesn't mean we should use. I'm so drunk right now. I know you're really mumbling here, man. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to follow your story. I'm going to give a shout out to Blue Point real quick. They're not sponsoring this. This is totally bought by Chris's pocket. Um, It's Imperial Sunshine. It's a blonde ale with orange and natural flavors. It's 9.6% alcohol. So I'm. I you do look three, pretty red. I rolled three five-minute rounds. Super dehydrated. I'm pretty sure you, I woke up this you, morning. You didn't I, have breakfast? I did. Oh, you did have breakfast. I did have breakfast, so which actually I performed cardio. pretty okay in jujitsu. Yeah. So So, um, you know, Victor's like ribbing me a little bit. He's like, what do I have to do to make you try a little harder when I roll? <laughs> and so I gave him like a little bit more pressure today, you know? Like I try a little bit more. Um, so you I know he's only on 130 more. pounds, so you better be able to
0: put pressure on him.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like, you know... um. So I'm. I think so, okay, i 187. Okay, so let's let,
0: let let let's prevent you from going on this uh, derailing this weird, us with going on tangent. So I, I I had a question coming into this, and we're we're 20 minutes in. And I haven't gotten asked the question because we yeah. go th- we go through our pleasantries of well, how was your training this week? Well, I don't know. How was your training this oh, week? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But that's the joy of like no, podcasting, of course, guising, and right? you get the yeah. updates on everything, and and. Uh, just as a gym update, class sizes continue to increase. Yeah, man. So there are a lot of people on the mat. Especially 6 a.m., baby. This is true. Yeah. You're rockin in the mor- you rocking in the mornings, man. You got I, at least I mean, 8 to like, 10
1: people every morning. It's awesome, and it's a bunch of white belts. They're eager to learn. They're all about the pojada. They appreciate the Chris five-minute rants. Lurking. And then Brian McKenzie lurks. <laughs> and then Brian McKenzie smashes them. It's fun. <laughs> um, it's been fun, man, because like... We had... Um, he must be the most confident grappler right now. <laughs> I had, it's, it's really, really fun because, like, John Height, his last day was, like, the first Tuesday back or whatever the case was. So, like, we did the whole tradition of, like, running the line on him. And then, like, Jamal's birthday was the day, too. So, we all, like, ran the line on him. It was so fun. But and, and, and Mackenzie's, like, the last guy that goes. Well, I'm are. the last guy, technically. So like it's it's fun because like I get to do my like Andre Galvao like impression, where I get just like float on them all around and just like not I give just them feel an like it, it
0: almost feels like these poor people are going through like old school Street Fighter two, and then they get to those final four. Where they, you <laughs> know,
1: it's like, now you get sagging. Now you
0: get the M first Bison. <laughs> who is the first? Who is the first boss? The first boss was Vega. Vega. No, is it Vega or Bishop? Bishop. What comics are you mixing the, this? No, who's the boxing guy? M Bison. No, no, the boxer. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh Balrog. Balrog.
1: Was it Balrog, Balrog or Balrog, Vega? Venom?
0: No, Venom. Balrog, Jesus Christ. It was Balrog,
1: Vega, Vega Saget, Saget. and Bison. Yeah, right? there we go. So, uh, yeah, it's like they. Well, th- here's my logic behind that, right? And this is. I'll get them on the podcast at one point. It's a Matt Thornton thing. Uh. So, for like <laughs> every promotion for SBG, they do an Iron Man, it's a two hour roll nonstop two hours for dude. every promotion for every promotion everybody's getting promoted right doesn't matter the belt level doesn't matter the belt. like from white to blue blue to purple whatever it's a fucking two hour roll and they bring everybody in the gym in right so it's like a big like awesome tribal thing just like we i mean like we have our tradition too. Well, what how do you do it if you have multiple people up for promotion you get them all on the mat
0: Oh, so you just you, it basically it's a it's it's like a two hour open mat where the people
1: up for promotion are obligated are on the entire they have time, to be rolled right? the whole time and his okay. rule is and it makes a lot of sense right like you have to work up the ranks because people as you get higher in rank mark piece aside are have better control right so I can't have somebody who's tired from. Three rounds in, going with somebody who's a fucking spazzy white belt, right? So like my rule is you work up the ranks because a person who's in there for the long run is going to be able to defend themselves better against a fresh, crazy, spazzy white belt, right? So I, they, they, I mean, all the mornings have ended with me, which like that's my like true opportunity to play. Like, have you seen that that video of like Andre Gaval just spitting on people with his knees? Oh yeah, yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, right? Like <laughs> But okay. um yeah, so class sizes have been getting big, you're right. That's awesome. It's 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 great and it's 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 really fun, it's really encouraging, especially for morning classes. where well, We're not that we like get necessarily getting in a rut of like doing the same thing over and over with each other as like me, Collie, Tommy and like Brian McKenzie, you know, like but it's a, it's refreshing to like actually work the curriculum have people excited to be there and learn the curriculum and that sort of thing. So it's been, it's been fun.
0: uh, Most of those people are not only training exclusively at 6am. They're training. They're training in the afternoon as well. So there's consistency between the morning and afternoon or evening. Yeah. And
1: and that's awesome. Right. Like, because like the morning classes, like we're a weird bunch. Like it's a, it's people who, you know, like a lot of times I'm not going to speak for people, but I kind of am, but like they, they feel kind of left out. Right. Like, but it's, it's, they're a part of the gym just the same. They just don't see everybody else. So consistency is. Yeah, key. but I'm seeing a, a bigger percentage of people
0: in that morning group that, like I said, don't train exclusively at six. Right right, 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 right. Like Brian McKenzie. but Brian mckenzie has been training for a while, and he's yeah, a he's been belt, training a long But the white belts, belt.
1: yeah. You've got Victoria, who's a Victoria, who's the hardest working, working the or- person in the gym. Right now,
0: you got the Ortiz brothers. You know what I mean? They can only and be two.
1: Two, of, two of three. They can be two. I've, I've, I haven't gotten three. I'll, I'll, I'll shame them into three at some point. So, so I've got Patrick out there.
0: Yeah, and these are yeah, people that train also in the evenings.
1: It's awesome. Like, so. and the, you know, more mat time, better for them. That's oh, great, absolutely. man.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so my question.
1: What was your question?
0: I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, you had oh, okay. What's I your question? Got to my question. So, my question is around language in jujitsu
1: that's an interesting one define that
0: really about the definition of positions the Ooh. vocabulary
1: we use what's got and, you thinking about that by the way
0: what got me thinking about it was uh, another Danaher video where Danaher goes on his tirade about you know we need to be able to you know act oh, I I mean, know. his big thing is I need to be able to tell an athlete with a word or two what to do and they know exactly what I'm saying exactly and, right and that he's saying it from the competition side of things,
1: right? And that's why, isn't that why, like football people use like codes?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my i might open to really frame this. We we talked either in his last podcast or a few podcasts ago. The notion of, you know, we have a more sophisticated take on bro. Top this side. guy, just
1: to clarify real quick, this dude was lifting before class, took class, and is lifting again you are an animal. You were lifting before class. You took class and now you're lifting again. That's awesome. By the way, I commend you. This dude is a fucking animal.
0: Chris just gives a shout out to one of our
1: members here. Mark. Hey, get over here real quick. Come here. Come here. (laughs) Here we go. This is just, you know, I'm super drunk. So, (laughs) <laughs> and we're recording our podcast. And I need you to introduce yourself.
2: My name is Mark.
1: Mark, welcome to BJJ and Brews. Um are, are you a competitive athlete?
2: Yeah, I like to compete. I really do. It's something that drives me and motivates me. Motivates me.
1: That's awesome, man. So, like, you came in. I saw you benching with the multi bar, mm-hmm. and I saw you doing dips and pull ups and shit. Now you're working on a game. Oh, hang on. You took class, worked with Xander, of all people, who is... And you just, did bag and pad, right? And did jiu-jitsu so or or jiu- and, and, and bag and pad. So two and now hours. you're lifting again. Yeah. Why?
2: I just want to be the best version of myself. What are your goals? To, to, my goals are just to conquer everything I set out to be. I want to compete in MMA, and I know that physical ability along with technique goes a long way. So I want to master both, not be a jack of jack of all trades, but no, I just want to master everything that's in front of me. And I know sometimes like you can have information overload, and your body can just malfunction sometimes. But I just want to push myself to the limit. That's it.
0: When uh, w- when did it get in your head that you wanted to start uh, training MMA?
2: Um, first, I started doing a little bit of pro wrestling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that was, like, fresh out of high school. Then I started noticing, like, I started competing with other wrestlers mentally, but they didn't know it. Like, I would try to outdo them even in just in drills. So,
1: Pro wrestling drills, not wrestling
2: drills. Just pro wrestling drills, yeah. I would start to want to outdo them. And then one of my mentors took notice of that, and he was like, Bro, you're in the wrong sport. But me being hard hit, I was like, no, 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 you know. I always watched it as a kid, so I want to do it. But I did notice that it's a difference between show business and competitive what, business.
0: Uh, what wrestling academy were you training out of?
2: I was training at 2.0, Pro Wrestling 2.0.
0: Who was the head coach over there?
2: His name, um, well, we had multiple coaches. Uh, we have coaches that come in from WWE, like Cedric Alexander. Um, but the head guy above it was Alex Porto.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is Orlando Kissimmee. Where Orlando. It's or like
2: literally 15 minutes away from here. 15 minutes. Uh, I don't know roles like that. Okay. by or? Full sale. Full yeah, it's by Full it Yeah.
0: So what, um, it was your first time training MA when you came in here? Yes. And how did it feel training this versus doing professional wrestling? It's
2: theatrical wrestling versus wrestling. I loved it. Yeah, it gave me it gave me an an objective goal instead of a pretend goal, basically.
0: So how um, what uh, have you given any thought to when you think you would? Uh, when do you feel like you'd want
1: to have your first amateur fight? What's going to be your first live competition? Is it going to yeah. be kickboxing, jujitsu, straight into MMA? What's your idea?
2: I want to take a couple of grappling tournaments first. Couple grappling. Um, I really like to grapple, even though my mentor says I got a thing for striking. I mean, I like the chess game of striking. Who is your mentor? His name is David Milan. How is he
1: your mentor?
0: Hey, Chris, you can come over here, man. Let let Chris come over here, man. Let the guy give the guy his own mic, and we can. We actually have three mics here, and we only have two plugged in. We could plug another one in. I'm,
2: so, I'm on number
1: three, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, Chris is... Woo,
1: on. Spilly!
2: <laughs> so basically, he was an individual that when I started pro wrestling, he kind of took me under his wing, and he started, like... Is he ed- also a pro wrestler? No. Okay. Uh, He he just started edifying me. He realized how autodactic I was, and he just took grasps for that. He, he says that I'm actually a younger version of himself, so we just gravitated to each other.
0: Okay. Very cool. And... What is your current training schedule like right now?
2: Right now, I, um, Monday through Friday, I go to work from eight to four. I come in. I try to make it here around five, but I can't beat traffic. <laughs> yeah, man, traffic's pretty traffic pretty rough, man. So what I do is uh, there's a
1: six a.m. class, you know. Hmm? There's a six a.m. class, you know, on Tuesday, Thursday.
2: Well, since I beat my body up so much, I try to get as much. I try to. I try to get as much rest as possible because rest is just as equal as possible. Oh yeah. And I mean, not equally as effective as training. Well, so,
0: so what do you do for a living?
2: Um, I work at a call center right now. Okay, cool. So, my my regular schedule would be from eight to four forty-five. Then I try to beat traffic to get here, and normally I get here like around five thirty. I try to hit the weights as much as I can, then start class, and. To, Depending on how I'm feeling after the first class, I'll probably take a second class or finish out my weights or what I was doing.
0: Cool, man. What is, um, in terms of, like, your strength and conditioning, what, uh, what are your goals with that? Because, obviously, someone to lift before and after class, like, you definitely have to have some sort of objective in mind. So, are you trying to put on uh, more weight? Are you trying to lean out? What are your, kind of your goals in I'm terms of I'm just trying of? to
2: get stronger and lean out. I know it's kind of, that's, that's a tough that's a tough task, but I liked, I like just to be physically strong. Mm -hmm. Um, that's something I always like, even as a kid, you know, I used to grapple as a kid a little bit, but that was more freestyle wrestling. So I used to always have a knack for just wanting to physically dominate somebody. Then when I got here and realized it was about technique, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Nothing. Yeah,
0: (laughs) That's hilarious, man. I mean, so what, um, What's been one of your biggest takeaways? Uh, you said you wrestled before, but this is your first like exposure to jiu-jitsu, correct?
1: Did you go, and that's the thing is, did you go straight into pro wrestling or did you like, wrestle in high school first?
2: I did a little bit of wrestling in high school first. Um,
1: well, yeah, when I said wrestling, I meant amateur wrestling. Oh, am- yeah, I meant amateur. I
2: did a little bit of uh, wrestling in high school, but it didn't work out because um, I was going to a high school where it wasn't in my district, so... I had to catch um, the city bus to get home. So it just didn't work out schedule wise. Okay. Like, sometimes I would get out of practice and I would have to literally call one of my friend's mom to come get me and it just didn't work out. Yeah, I know. I hear you, man.
0: So since this is kind of your, your first kind of um, exposure to jujitsu and training it, what's one of the biggest takeaways that you would tell one of your homies or a friend that, um, doesn't do jujitsu like what what's kind of your big takeaway about introducing it to someone that doesn't train
2: how i would introduce them to um jujitsu will basically be i think everyone should learn how to defend themselves i think self-preservation is very important so i i would just tell one of my friends is just you know you should learn how to defend yourself basically you know, because. Coming up in the environment that I come up in, we think we know, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. You what was it know.
0: like those early, like those first few weeks training here in the jujitsu class?
2: I liked it. Um, a lot of people don't know how to take a loss and they will lose and they'll mentally quit and give up. No, I look at, look at it as another mountain to climb. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like to consider myself a journeyman. I more so love the journey than the actual accomplishment. Yeah. So. I like to see myself get better. Cool, man. Well, dude, how long have you been here now in total? In total? Minus quarantine? Minus quarantine, yeah. Okay, minus quarantine, about six months.
1: That's a very mature perspective you have for somebody who's only been doing this for six months. So that's awesome, man. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, Well, I've taken you away from your lifting. I apologize for that. (laughs) No problem. All right, (laughs) I hope your muscles didn't get too cold. But I just, I, I, I had to shout you out, man. Like, I just... I see you come in here before on Mondays mm-hmm. and you're like lifting for a class and that's, uh, and that's awesome, man. Like people, I, I just have a tremendous amount of respect for people who are just willing to put their fucking nose to the grindstone and mm. just grind it out and just do the work. Yeah. And there's, there's no, and this is actually, I think my first actual interaction with you mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I just had to give you the props, man. That's fucking awesome. Thank like if, so if, if everybody could come and just do just willing to just, just put in the goddamn work, like I think uh, a lot of people wouldn't quit jiu jujitsu when they get their blue belts. and I see you reaching a black belt at some point just with that thank level of dedication, so man. Like that's 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 fucking awesome. So uh, keep with it, dude. You're, you're, you should be. You're you're an inspiration, to all even even to a guy who's been doing it for 15 years. So thank, thank you, you so much. And that was Mark. What's your last name? Bowen. Bowman. Bowen. 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 Bowen.
2: B O W E N. All right. Get Mark. back to your workout. Don't tear a muscle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I apologize if if you do you you know, you can charge me of other cases. You can bill me on that. I'll I'll somehow get you on my insurance. Um so Noah, you were saying uh that that was fucking awesome by the way. Like that's that's the shit I fucking love, man. People who just goddamn get in there and do the work. Um yeah, so you're man. Actually, you're talking about language, right? And yeah.
0: About language. So it,
1: what is your question ultimately?
0: so here well here here's here's my what I was when I was driving over here, my thought was, we kind of said a few episodes ago that our school has uh, a slight out I, again, I, I hate to sound braggy, but I think we are a little more sophisticated when it comes to teaching top side control. yes, and top side. Or rather, it's escapes because yeah, they go hand in hand. They right? go like, hand in yeah, hand. Yeah. But that position, that dynamic, we teach that at, a, at, I would say, a higher level to white belts than most other, than other schools do on average. You know? Yeah. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that we already distinguish between four variants of the top side position and we just number them one through four. Right. Every and the heuristics stu- involved between yeah, when did he we exactly and, and, and that goes along with it but we actually say if you you know on our blue belt test we say show us side transition from side control 1 to 2 to 3 to 4 and back you know and people know what that is a blue belt you can say side control 3 and they know what that is and they can ass- immediately assume that position so i'm thinking about all these other positions that i'm in that we don't have that clarity for and mm. the one that i'm going to just blurt out right away partly because i work i'm working on it right now from the guard perspective but also because i think it's very natural to do that because there it's a closer proximity sort of situation is half guard okay. how come we don't number half guard here i, I you know maybe we could come up with clev, more clever names but could we half number half guard ha- top or bottom or both Let's talk. Let's start with top because okay. that's what we talk about when we talk about top side position one, two, three, and four. We're talking about it with respect to the top person generally. When we address someone like go to position three, we're telling the top person to assume position three. The right. bottom person has to do less work, you know, to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? How could we number? So I could
1: we? Uh, I, okay. Half guard, do you? Th- you know? I think that might be problematic because there are. S- like if you look at like top side control, you know, not just not, not to reiterate, but like there are real realistically three things that you can use to block out the hip for top side control. Right. And we use, and, and they're very evident in position one, two, three, and four, right. The hand, the hip or the knee. But if you look at top side, con- or excuse me, top half guard, there are so many different orientations and between your torso and leg that I think at some point you start, unless you do like a micro level of like position one, two, and three of like, let's say traditional half guard. Right. And there's position one, two, and three of like them facing your hips and position one, two, and three of like almost quarter guard, I guess that's a different guard altogether. Right? Like, does it become problematic and at that point do you go and you say like 2A or 1B? Well, or you get no. into this thing where are we going to use... Do they have are we the
0: crossface? Do we, they not have the crossface? Well, face? are we going to start using all these like suffixes or prefixes to define position? Like, hey, I'm in half guard, you know, uh, half guard with the near side underhook versus the far side underhook. So I want near side underhook, far side cross face, or far side underhook, near side cross face. Like, to shout it out, it suddenly requires, like, an entire detailed sentence that requires you to kind of really deconstruct it to understand what the person's saying. Now, I kind of get why Tenth Planet names their shit the way they do. Even though I'm not familiar with it, I'm really talking it from a a distance. But to be able to say, mission control, and people just know, like, it's two words, mission control. And it defines a very specific position. Whereas, if we use, like, more generic like language that could be used to describe a multitude of positions where we include you know near side cross face far side underhook you know that that's what now suddenly it takes a long time to say it and you have to actually think about but what it's the person so said. clear well that is clear but I'm saying it doesn't is that good enough or do we need to actually like almost memorize like specific positions that's an interesting thing like, and here and now here's yeah. a, another interesting dilemma to this whole thing that I'm realizing is that my, the way I play top side is influenced heavily by the fact that in my mind, there are four main positions and I'm less likely to assume other variants of top side that Paul hasn't numbered. So for example, position two where I'm not cross facing the guy, but I actually take my, my cross face arm and I put it over and I put it over and that's I like put the o- traditional one yeah, that I talked about, right? Exactly. Like, where I actually put the back of my arm wedged against position, his, yeah. we don't have a name for that. And guess what? It actually doesn't occur in my head as much because I I was taught to de- transition between one, two, three, and four, which works. It's a system. So that's an but there's another thing, there's, right? there's, because, way like, out, there thing, right? There are other variations to it. Way less. There are no white belts that really go to north-south once they learn position one, two, three, and four because – in their mind, it's one through four, not one through five, even though we claim that five is north south. But now, so hang on one thing, thing, one thing like... here. For, just for the benefit of the listeners that aren't in our gym, because we keep saying one, two, three, and four. And if you don't go to our gym, you're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? We're all talking about variations of top side control. Position one is Kesakatami, correct?
1: Correct me on on position one is like modified Keist Katami. because Kizugatami was is actually with the headlock, with the headlock. So this
0: is a kind of a judo position where you're sitting on your hip facing forward, so you're you can look into the eyes of of your opponent, and that's I'm not going to get into too much detail because we're already seeing the difficulty in explaining the position, right? Like, if I want to explain that position just in layman's terms, it actually is a struggle. Side control position two is what I would consider standard side control. You've got a far side underhook, a near side crossface, and you're on both your knees, one knee around their head, one knee covering their hip. Position yes. three is a variation of position two where it's double, two, underhooks where it's double call, unders, yeah. where now you're, you still have a crossface, and I call now the bulldozer. you're blocking the hip with your hand. And the head with your hand. And the head with your hand, correct. Yes. And then position four is essentially a reverse of position one, where now you're looking at the opponent's feet. That's like
1: twister side control is is
0: the 10th planet. Yeah, okay, the twister side control. Yeah. But I thought twister side control included the hook, where you actually, you actually have Doesn't. hooked the... I'm not know, familiar. I'm not, I'm not a 10th planet guy, okay. so. Ryan, Ryan's out there. Ryan, yeah, Ryan's like... Correct me if I'm wrong. Doofus. So... My thing is, why don't we say – so let's use a position Paul covers a lot, right? One of the first ways Paul teaches people to – or one of the primary ways Paul teaches of passing half guard is if you're in – and I'm talking knee shield half guard. So they're in Z guard. It's to pop your trapped leg onto their thigh, cup with your outside arm the bottom of their bottom knee
1: actually it's the near side arm not the outside arm
0: here we go near side outside right? so, no near side would be the one that, that that's that, closest that's close to, to, to the knee shield do we agree on that
1: yeah we cup that on the knee right no you if you cup
0: the you take your outside arm you take your outside far side arm your okay. far side arm your outside hand and you cup the bottom of the knee of the opponent that's on the ground. Not oh, you're the talking knee about shield okay.
1: So this is that's the thing is like now we're talking systems, not positions.
0: Yeah, and now and what what does he do? You then square your opponent up by pulling yeah, that knee up yeah, and, they're flat, and then back you can flat on the mat. Okay. get their their, their their back flat on the mat, and then you swim your inside arm, which was on the outside of the knee shield, to swim inside. Right. The too. knee shield, and now you can just do a knee slice pass, right? Okay, why don't we call that a position? Like popping the knee, because we call because headquarters. We know what headquarters is. I don't know why. Well, but you and I know what headquarters. Well, is. I know you ever and I headquarters, anymore? and that that's a position. That's a intermediate position from pass when, from a passing perspective, you're in Delaheva, and now you've killed the leg, not the hook leg, with the other leg, and your are squat. If we know what headquarters is,
1: we know what it is. Because I think at why some don't point, we have a position minutia? Gets hard to remember. I mean, I think that position that Paul has to do is there's because so much. Ha- there's, there's so much that can come off of that, but there's also so much that leads into that, right? Like there's so many variables that can take place in that minutia position. That like to say, in my in my opinion, like I'm I'm thinking of myself in terms of like if I'm cornering a, a, a grappler at a, like a tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And they're knee shield. If I'm just calling out that position, they there's a system in place that goes for them to get to that position in the first place. Th- that micro position, let's call it, right, because like it's not a part of like the big like eight of jujitsu in the hierarchy of positions, because that's not really a position necessarily. it's one, the, the, it's the middle game, right? That John I, I feel talks like
0: about. I feel like there are there are a there are a class of positions that occur frequently enough that that still go into the guise of invisible jiu-jitsu that should have explicit names. I think headquarters is an example of that. Where That's people a very good finally that, named an intermediate position because there's a lot that can go off that position.
1: For both people. For both people, Yeah, yeah, like because, like because
0: as the guard retainer, you need to know if they... if I can if, go to like a reverse DLR, right? Exactly. Like, if someone goes to headquarters on me, I need to re... I, there are these reactions I can right. do accordingly. I'm not. I'm not sure if the example I just use of one way to get around the knee shield, that position of popping up, is necessarily in one of those intermediate positions. But I think if we named a few more, it would probably go a long way to opening people's eyes
1: about that so that's lattice a, that's, of positions. That sort of goes against what you and I talked about in a very early conversation. Okay about um like the the like the mind web of things and, mm-hmm. and mind maps. Like if in doing so you have to systemize things, right? Because like let's say I'm coaching you and you're grappling in a tournament, right? And I see you in that Z Guard position, there are multiple steps that are involved with getting to that position, right? Like so if I'm if I sit there and I say like headquarters Like to you, like I know you have in mind, I need to get to headquarters, but there's so many variables involved, like in an ideal sequence of events, you would sit in there and get to headquarters. You'd grab that with a near side, or excuse me, the far side arm to the, to the bottom leg and blah, 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 and square up their hips. Right? Like, but you know, you need to get there. Is that that point? Like that's where the creativity in your mind is involved with the given variables available to you. I need to get there. And this is my best case scenario. Right, like, uh, that's what, like, because at that point, like, I'm literally applying a system to one position. But
0: the thing is, is we already have, we have other language that we have this notion of the series. Like, I've heard Paul say it. We all say it. Oh, you have the uh, Kimura Trap series. That's this word that we've, we've attached to Kimura Trap which is basically the system of when you, Ways into the Kamora Trap, what the Kamora Trap position is, and what the attacks are off that Kamora Trap. Well, why is I feel like I, Why does that make sense for Kamora Trap, but one, two, three, and four for top side make sense for that? Why isn't why is why do we not quote number the Kamora Trap, or why do we not make? top
1: side of series. I mean, we could do that. We just don't.
0: But we I, could I say, believe could, it should be uniform. We could say and if like, they're like, not okay, uniform, so say, like, we need to remember, define... Like, if, we if, go if, K1,
1: right? And then like, we know what we need to do. Is that what you're saying? Like, just make more concise instructions instead of like... I'm saying we need to
0: define more position. We need to have the language to define all of Jiu Jitsu. And we need to do it consistently. And saying one thing is a
1: series and saying, but, but we do. Wow, you know, that's position. sounding pretty 10th planet. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you not? Have you? Have you? So ever my
0: question it? now is like, so what about what about Close Guard? Close Guard is, is another thing where why don't we like Close Guard is not just I'm flat on my back. I've got my arms wrapped around. That could be. That could be position two, or that could be position one, or that could be position zero. And I'm using the numbers just to be consistent. Yeah, 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 just for the sake sake of... Because one, two, three,
1: and four works well for us, right?
0: Yeah, but honestly, I think one, two, three, and four could be improved upon,
1: but it's just to something more descriptive than a number. It's a very good... It's broad enough to allow for uh, variation within the role for the person to adapt but it's concise enough for the person to execute. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that's that's the strength of position one, two, three, and four. But look at look at look at close guard. But there's so many different grips in close guard. Exactly. Right? But like, so how do you? And expect that's why that's why I hear what do I hear about close guard? The overhook
0: series. The clo- if I say close guard overhook series. Images are conjured in your mind. Oh, yeah. I already know what you to do. You already know what I'm well, talking what about. What options
1: are available to me, sure. You know?
0: So, why is... Okay, so I guess my thing is it sounds like series seem to be the better way... To, I'm, just, I'm just spitballing how we yeah, talk yeah. about where it seems like we like to talk about systems, and whether we use the word system or series, I think they, they can be used pretty interchangeably. They're interchangeable They're point, interchangeable. Yeah. Because the overhook series is literally you get to this overhook and Don't close guard look, and now you projector. can do a I'm bunch of I'm not giving stuff, you one. You know? So... Give me a puppy dog. My eyes. question is, how do we then turn top side into a series?
1: Because isn't a series... Okay, so a, okay, so a system... How do we, how are we... You and I are right now using series and system interchangeably. Correct. I would say a system is... A series is a means to an end to a system Is that fair to say? So let's look at the Kamora trap let's uh, look at the Kimura, that's a very that's a very good example like by the way.
0: Kamora trap is when I think of a Kamora trap series, the way I've been taught it I'm not going to talk about how I would organize it the way I've been taught it is here are entries into the Kamora trap you get taught entries into the position And then the series are the actions, the reactions to common the actions you take to common reactions your opponent makes once you enter right. the system. Ooh Danner enter the system. We have me and my opponent have entered the system. We learn how to enter it. Once we enter it, there's an outcome. Either there's I, an either they mind. do something and I fail. And the thing breaks down, or I react accordingly. I get to one of two things. I either achieve a more dominant position and back control, or I submit the person. Or submit
1: the person. So, that's to me, that's the thing is like a system. And then you enter another system. A system has an end in mind, right? Correct. But a series is a sequence of events or a sequence of actions and reactions that lead to the end in mind.
0: Okay, so I think. I think when we say Kimura Trap Series, that's just the word we use. We say series, but it's a system. I, I want to say it's a system. I think the overhook series is technically a system. Yes. Okay. Because I, I when you that. get an overhook, your goal is not to go to... Anytime you assume a position is not to get to a, a, a lesser position. It's to get... a. Of course. It's to advance, a, right? Correct. Like. And then you enter another system at that point. Now... When it comes to but the side control... Are,
1: but the, but that, that's the issue, right? Like, because from... Let's look at a position like um, in our system, position three. Or position two. There are so many different systems you can choose to go from there. I mean, like, you can go to so an I arm think, bar system. I, so, I agree with you. You can go to a back system, think right? the like,
0: guy on bottom is doing a system. The guy on top... Is, is assuming doing, different uh, basically So, hang on. So, you're saying
1: the person on bottom is the defensive person at that actually point. Actually has a system. Has a system, whereas the, they have less the control, attacker. They
0: have less control over it, but it is a system.
1: That's interesting because, like, so that's a perspective issue, right? Like, because you ask Ryan Martman, there's submission from every position. Whereas, like me being a a pure jujitsuist, I don't even know how to fucking wrestle. I'm positioned before submission. So, okay, no, no, this is my point. I think side control one,
0: two, three, and four are variations of pins. They are not systems. They are variations of pins. Okay, from that's each fair. of those pins, you can enter. You could potentially enter
2: a
1: system if you're in. If you're in. Pins, so y- if so you're side control so, so, four. So, so you're saying sub- a system is with a direct end in or a specific end in mind. Yes. Like an armbar system. Correct. Or a, right, so like how am I going to achieve an armbar given all of these variations that can potentially happen within this position?
0: But you might be able to say (laughs) if you take all those top side positions together, it's a pinning system.
1: Ooh okay but the goal but it's weird the goal of it is not there's no real and that's that's a crazy thing about jiu-jitsu right like so like to me it's a different paradigm let's look at it i can go
0: into the kimura trap system
1: from top side or bottom side even or bottom side even Yeah. right so like that's the crazy thing because i've been playing with that a lot so like that's an interesting thing like let's look at that from like your tennis perspective right Oh boy. are there systems and, and and that's a big thing behind systems right like you're funneling
0: yeah so in tennis it's different in tennis um, we wouldn't use the word systems it's tennis strategies is, no it's, 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 it's constructing sequences
1: of shots so. and how often do the sequences if done properly actually happen like, I they do happen this, all the their time, typical reactions but are these. They, they, no,
0: they happen all the time. What happens is, does the person make an error prior to the final shot of the sequence?
1: That's that's super interesting, right? Like, because, like, how often in tennis, you're, you're describing, essentially, a kata, right? Oh, yeah. Like, is that a kata? Because, like, you have an end in mind, I'm starting with this. If I do this, they're typically going to do this. Like, it's a it's a game of percentages. If I do this then, they yeah. typically will do one or the other. How often does – Depending on how well you hit the shot. Like, if if you were to execute everything yeah. – See man. the man.
0: July like anything, 12th. Like I got anything, you. if you were to – July 12th. If you were to execute everything to perfection, then you should win. Did and, I give and you enough Pujada
1: miss. today, by the way, Victor? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm just talking to
2: you, man. I
1: know. Well, that's a, you. You gotta threaten my wife or child, which you're not gonna do. So, <laughs> well, when
0: you start bringing a Connor, we'll start we'll start bullying.
1: There we Connor, go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> then I will just straight up MMA you in the middle of jujitsu. <laughs> but um,
0: so I, I don't think it's necessarily as good of a as I mean the analogy kind of holds up, but it kind of doesn't because I think in jujitsu what you have is this intertwining of people where, um, the you're not dealing with a ball moving through space. You're dealing with two people interconnected. Being literally connected to one another. So I side, think right? the variance among reactions is a lot less. So I actually think the possibilities are reduced noticeably in jiu Now, there's still the question of... Reduced? When, yeah. The, there's still a question of, in a, in a given position, the the proficiency in someone executes a reaction like i can frame well and
1: i can frame like shit you know what i mean right, like right, right. so obviously there's skill and that's which where the individual variation comes in right like somebody with, yeah ex- with very good hip mobility versus not and sure that sort of thing right like but a lot of times that just ends up in failure where
0: either you your position gets worse or the position remains the same
1: Ooh, that's interesting because I cannot frame well, but you frame very well that's interesting, so that's that middle game, right? like is there a system you play off of that then like that's big but that's a but that's also i guess you can in the tree of moves or or systems right like there's the different branches that's if this person happens to frame well, you do this, if this person doesn't frame well, you can finish with this, right like that's the sort of okay well, is is mount a system? absolutely but there are systems cuz there's high mount, low mount, middle exactly. mount right like See,
0: i think i think there're two ways to look at it i think i think top side is a is for a lot of what we do is just pin it's just is just pinning and at best it's a dynamic system there's a there's a there's some level of uh, the only system to it is this dynamic notion of depending on what the person on bottom does to reposition themselves or frame, you can adjust your pin. But there's no... Hmm. At least I haven't been... I'll be perfectly honest. I haven't been taught, in my opinion, if I have, then it hasn't registered with me, how to... how to do any sort of system from top side. The only thing I do is wait for an opportunity to improve the position, which is you can mount from here. You could go for a camora, You could, it's sort of like this, you, you get there,
1: you control and then you figure out what you want to do. Is Whereas, it that you figure out what you want to do or is that, so that's, that's a personality thing too, right? Like I'm a very reactive grappler in my, in my experience with you is you're a very proactive grappler, right? So like I'm reacting to what's available to me versus you are forcing positions is what I've, I've gathered from the difference in the way you and I grapple. So, like, that's a big thing, too. And that's 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 predicated on the person's personality and how familiar with them, with, I guess, sort of, like, inherent systems there are in place based upon the opportunities that are available. Right? Like, I'm a very opportunistic grappler. You know, I find a little opening or they give me something and I roll with it. Versus like, I'm not one to push my agenda on somebody, I guess, you know, which is a failure on my part, I guess. I, I, I don't know. It's, it, and that's a, that's a thing too. Right. Because like, or like, let's use the ultimate example of that. Right. Like let's look at Ryan Martman and the idea of like pain compliance. Ryan LaFrance. Or, yeah, whatever. Um, right. I mean, LaFrance, I guess that is his legal name. I right? am just not used to calling him that. Um, you know, like, the idea of, he like, he will force a reaction to open up something. I don't do that, right? Like, he and I are very drastically different grapplers. So, like, the idea of implementing a system, like, you're talking about a pinning system, right? Uh-huh. And looking for, like... Is that the idea of like, who's the onus on? Is it is it on the person who's on top? Who's like, I'm trying to advance or the and I'm trying to seek a specific submission in, in mind. I mean, like there's, there's no right answer, right? Because it is a it's based it's predicated on both people intertwining with one another. So like, well, it's funny because when I'm what when Paul taught
0: me Kamora trap.
1: I have a clear objective in my mind when I get into it, B- but based upon the position. But based upon whatever the heuristic is at that moment, right? Correct. Like, but yeah. there, there,
0: there, but there's like a clear like, okay, unless my grip totally breaks down or this guy like gets super strong, which can happen. That yeah, those yeah. are, those, oh, are yeah, yeah. those are possibilities. Like, but if I'm kind of in, if if my grip's there, then this is kind of a choose your own adventure that i have some control over if i know if i can time the react we talk about the dilemmas right right that nick paul is kind of that situation where it's an either or and it usually ends up with taking the back or an arm bar <laughs> you yeah. know or a kimura, or a kimura. Right, yeah. exactly it's a person who just sits there you, you get him so i kind of know like these are the paths i'm going on top side i don't have that notion
1: top side, because top of- side is a position not a submission Kimura trap is a position. No, it's a Kimura trap is a system.
0: It, okay. It's a system. Yeah. So I get, and then my other thing is when I go to, when I'm in backmount, I kind of know where I'm trying to go. Where, I'm where
1: in, are you trying to go in backmount? Just a curiosity.
0: I'm either trying to, I'm, I'm first grip fighting. Okay. To establish oh, grips. On, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Jerry has just hopped up and said hi to all. And
1: literally, like, almost, yeah. Yeah, not good. Hi, Jerry.
0: Little Jerry. So, um, grip fighting. Okay. Hopefully getting to the point where I can trap my opponent's arm with my leg to reduce the number of defenses that they have. That's very Dan of you. And then either attacking the neck or I've gotten in the habit of trying to reverse a a mounted triangle. Not mounted, but a, a... A back mount triangle.
1: Oh, really? Kaku or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, yeah.
0: but but I know what I'm working towards, okay, and so I can see very clearly. Here's what's fun about it: I can clearly see when I fail, I know how I know how I failed. Like I'll be in back, I'll be in back mount, and then the guy turtles and I fall off. I was like, okay, well, the guy was able to turtle and I slid off. That was a failure on my part, and I and I'm aware of that when I'm in just when I'm in top side, I'm not saying I don't know when I fail. I know when a guy retains their guard and when they get their knee in, I, like I understand what's going into that. But when I go to top side, it's not as though I'm like, I know what I'm going to do because maybe it's just because there's so many possibilities. And maybe because in my head as, as a position. game, I have. to. Yeah, maybe maybe that's strictly on me to say, Noah. you need to develop a game. You need to say when I go to top side, I'm always trying to go to this. And you know what? I actually started to do that a little bit. Because just this week, for whatever reason, as we're talking about Kamora traps and stuff cuz I was like, dude, I like the Kamora trap. It's so it's so simple and solid, version, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's is sim- that like I would go to side control, I would go to position 4 and I you would look to atta- roll, I would look arm, to yeah. attack a Kamora. And then I would even maybe go into and, and I would also do this from from side contro- from half guard. I would go to reverse half try to attack a kimura and then fall off and pop my leg out and be in the and be in the kimura, I mean, trap, the kimura trap you know
1: and i guess maybe so that's submission what mean- systems might be a better way to convey jiu-jitsu but that's the issue right like because like not not that by definition jiu is is positioned before submission but like it sort of is, and it's also not, right? But like, it's different. You have to keep the end in mind, ultimately. But but the here, end is where so diverse. Get
0: passing and guard retention. I don't think you. I don't think they they fit as nicely into
1: a system. Because now well, we're okay. Now, so now, passing, yes, I think they do. Because there are reactions v- versus guard retention, which is, react- it's which is reaction. It's purely reaction. Reaction, right? Like so, like. I, I think that's. So like, let's say I'm in the middle of pass. So can we, can we micro it down that way? Right. Like let's, say I have an over under position on you. Mm-hmm. Like as a coach, it's hard for me to say like butterfly one, right? Like that's up to you at that point to look at what hands you have available, what frames you have available, what sort of like. Grips you have available to be able to attain that position. Okay, so I agree with you. Passing is systemized. Passing is is definitely I systemized. Like, so
0: are we basically saying that that
1: I think attacking, attacking is, systemized is, systemized is systemized versus defending, which is heuristic. Yes, that's a that's a. Damn! Did we just? Did we just have a moment, just ladies them? and gentlemen? Did Man. we just have a moment, ladies? How and gentlemen? do we do this? How do we do this for Jesus? How do I? How do I? How do we how do we contact the copyright office and, and, <laughs> and patent this?
0: I still think topside is like topside is kind of a dilemma for me, um, as is like even the mount, because I think really more than anything it's just a overload of options. Okay. And I think as as a as an attacker versus mount, you said? And mount too, yeah. Okay, and mount. Okay. And mount. All right. Because I think you just have to as the attacker, you have to know, all right. There's a jumping off point from here to a whole buttload of things, you know, and the question is, you need to know, when you define your game, you need to be like, when I go to these real open-ended positions, I need to have a clear idea of which
1: orientation, what. That's a crazy thing, right? So let's go back to JV.
0: But it's funny, I think I'm explicitly figuring out how I need to do my own jujitsu because... I was like, hey, I had this kind of like – I just realized I did I did well. I was in control for a longer period of time. You know how they talk about when when at the high level, if Gordon Ryan passes your guard, it's over. Or not Gordon. Anybody. If, if these guys get their guards passed, it's over. That's the match. Right, right. It's like it, at that point, it, it's almost like chess. It's like it's now just you just do the moves. And then you get to because those guys are so good they don't mess up at that point right right whereas a guy like me could even know all the steps one through ten but i'll mess up in there and, and a guy will be able to get out like the the defender will do their best like this is this is my defensive option if i get lucky and the guy attacking flubs up i can get out here but if both guys are operating at maximum efficiency the attacker wins
1: that's, that's an interesting That seems point, to be right? the subject. Like, so I mean, like, dude, I
0: saw it in ADCC when they were like who who got on someone's back. It was like, "Oh yeah, Kyan. Kyan got on the back of Nicky Rod." And like, yeah, it's over. It was like 6 minutes left in the fight.
1: And like And did he finish him? He didn't finish him, but he but stayed he on his back. On. He kept the body triangle for the rest of the match. Cuz he's so good at maintaining that
0: position. It's over. Yeah, you via got a body a sy- triangle
1: via a system, right? So I don't I, that's interesting because like that's so contrary to what seems to work well and like once again it's a personality thing like you know like JB and I don't want to pair I don't want to put words in his mouth but he's like does that take away from the actual creativity of jujitsu though of like or is that that's you know like if you're if you're thinking purely heuristic based and systems based which I like to think that systems are developed via scientific process of you know, trial and error of playing the percentages. Like to me, that's the ideal of a system, right? Of course, there are variables. You know, like sometimes that system doesn't work because you'll be dealing with like the super flexy guy, or 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 the super strong guy, whatever the case is, right? Like, that's the that's the interesting part. Like, is is well, I our think systems it, it, like sort of universal? Holy shit! Um, sorry, it does kind of like, now Zeke has shown up. Jesus, um. And that's where, that's the beauty and the creative, that's the art part of jiu-jitsu and well, martial I think, arts.
0: I think it, it presents an interesting, um, I don't know if we'd ever get to this point, but we are actually closer to it than I than, than I think.
1: Than we were that, five years ago. Well,
0: yeah, we're just, the, 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 we're, closer, we're uncomfortably close. Is what I would say. We're uncomfortably close to a scenario where it's a jitsu match will be determined by the first few moments when people are just engaging, and once they're attached, it
1: becomes basically predetermined. Did you ever play Killer Instinct? No. On SNES. No. So that reminds you of like Killer Instinct, right? Like the idea that for for those of you who are like I guess over the age of thirty five. It was like a video game that was a fighting game, and there was like these super long combos. Oh, you could just you perform- combo lock people. Yeah, so like, <laughs> and there were combo breakers, but like it's so timing based, sure. right? Like that, like you have to hit it at this precise moment. So, like, are you saying that essentially, if performed well enough, kata works? Because essentially if you're talking about like a sequence in a series right like in a system, it performed well enough and with enough regularity and precision and just like the per- its second nature of the version that essentially a kata works well i think I think the thing about jujitsu
0: is you have body attachment right which so distance the the distance variable has far less variance on it
1: than you would have in standup. But if your controls are so good and you are, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking purely like, like hypothetical, right? Like if you're so good at performing these systems and constantly putting your opponent in a position of dilemma, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I have this option or this option, right? Like if you look at it from a statistical standpoint, you should be able to narrow it down given a proper properly uh, designed system that you're, you're all, you're only playing with dilemmas and you're only offering certain things that you should be able to execute with an end in mind based upon that. I guess particular the question is you, is it possible
0: to achieve that level of technical proficiency?
1: I don't think so. If because then, then
0: in that case, then there's a, there's enough sport aspect to it that then, then people will not always, get the underhook when it's given to them. You know what I mean? Like, right, there'll right. be that yeah. kind of thing. But <clears throat> I do think that, you know, Keenan Cornelius said that at the high level, anyone can beat anyone on a given day. And I think some of that has to do with...
1: They've refined their systems so well. that, like, It's just once minor... you get into
0: a system, it's a matter of time. Right. You know, and you can fight it off for a while, but it's kind of a matter of time thing as opposed to just this thing that can swing and, and actually the, when you see a quote, exciting jujitsu match, what it usually is, is someone escaping a, a super yeah. late submission attempt and they're and trying getting a reset and get uh, a reset. Yeah. Right. So, how, you know, look at some Gary Tonin, ma- Gary Tonin and uh Kron Gracie. God, that's yeah, that match, right. You have a system. Kron gets this guy in a late ass arm bar. And Gary Tonin contorts his arm to the point that he he gets out. Now it's an exciting fight because right, because he's escape He's exited the system. He exited the say. system. Yeah, exactly. You know. So maybe we're and giving too much game, credit. Right? Maybe like, we're giving too much credit to systems, right? Maybe we're like maybe we're over. But I think from from a, just from a, from a discussion point of view, and I, for me this is actually very interesting because just this this conversation has illuminated some things for me in terms of where I. Pause when I'm grappling and when I don't pause. When I'm in the Kamor trap, I know what I have to do. Right. When I'm on top side, I don't know what I'm. What Is I that
1: purely do. because you just have an end in mind? Because, like, for example, here's let's talk about I'm in the side trap, I'm not gonna let go of it. Like, th- like that,
0: that, that. Like, why would I let go of this position? Yeah, because right. it's such a yeah. It's yeah. such a down. So, outside of that, it's like well. Now I'm just riding the horse. Okay, to the so end. like
1: let's look at topside control, like our position one, two, three, and four. When that happens to you, does your brain shut off and I'm purely in reaction mode? Yeah. Or That's, do I would you say like? It's more of that. Really. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: And usually I'm just gathering, my, like I've assumed a because my idea is, I want to mount yeah but i'm not I'm not aggressively looking to mount, and I haven't studied like the best ways to do it i just I just recently been trying to do the leg weave with my like I weave my arm through like I've seen Hodger do it like yeah yeah weave yeah, yeah but the thing is that, where you
1: fucking dope mount from there like yeah the like pro- the smash thing is, is like, leg down
0: if you you can keep moving and they can keep moving and it just kind of like you end up just following them around the match you're still in control, right, but you're not going to just get them out that way so and again, I'm a blue belt. I spend more of my time on bottom than I do on top, right? So I think that's my choice, but okay. The opportunities to refine top will come more and more as I get better and better. And I think that's what ends up happening. I I think naturally a grappler refines their top game later as they become better than more of the
1: people in their gym. Ooh, that's an interesting thing because I think that's a personality-based thing, refining their top game. I mean, how can you play top game if you're going against...
0: If you're a white belt, how can you? I find think, topic? for
1: example, like,
0: Unless I mean, like, I think it's based.
1: Pounds. Yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. Right. So like that's going to dictate a lot of it too. 100%. Uh, that, that's the caveat. Like, and plus like, I mean like, okay, so like, so, I, I don't want to use myself as an example, but I'm going to, but like when I was at Gracie Baja and I was a white belt, granted I was like 220 pounds and I would never go to my back. Right. And I was like, God, like I'm not learning off of my back. So like from there, I think I was like a four stripe like white belt or the case was I made a conscious decision. Like when I, when we're like midget wrestling off of our knees, I'm not going to go and just try to dominate and just sit there and just go head to head and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and pull guard and work off my back. And like from there I became very, very comfortable with it because I, I was also 215 pounds. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit different. So like, doesn't that by definition sort of like take it upon it's the onus of the practitioner to decide what they want to work on.
0: Well, it's always the onus. I was, I'm not talking about the, the, yeah, the onus is on the, the person, the practitioner to, to follow what they want to follow. Right. But that doesn't mean that they have complete control over where the role is going to go.
1: But I and think if, if they have the, an end in mind, I skilled, think they're more likely to ha- to make it happen.
0: When it correct, if wherever <laughs> it is, all I'm saying is, is a white belt can roll with a purple belt and the white belt can have a goal in mind and their ability to achieve that goal or get close to that goal is going to be influenced by their athletic ability, by their size, by their strength as is the purple belt. Sure. But. A big determining factor is going to be skill, and that's the biggest disparity. So yeah. I think that the skill disparity is going to uh, – is still going to dictate where the role goes, and the skill disparity falls in favor of the higher belt. Right. You know? Um, but that's not to say that sometimes a higher belt, if, they, if they're if they going with a lower belt that's forcing something, many times a higher belt's just going to go with that because they're like, fine. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to – just because you're more skilled doesn't mean you're going to obligate the white belt in this case to do exactly what you want them to do in the role and funnel them exactly where you want to be funneled part of the fun of of rolling is to be put in weird situations so you're just going to kind of go with it
1: you know
2: Hmm.
1: why are you at a loss for words now chris because i think we've stemmed a long way from the your initial question of using yeah, but I think, I think
0: but I, I think the to me the what the questions evolved is We've we had this we've had this epiphany and maybe everyone else said it and we didn't realize it which is Systems are like attacking
1: is a systems based thing. Yes, and defending is a heuristic based thing Right, but at what point and this is this is the middle game, right? Like does Defending become attacking because like look at for example, you the, know, tight
0: like, seri- the tight waist series. Yeah, the tight weight series. Yeah, and guard. like,
1: look at what sort of like Gordon Ryan calls, you know, his. I think it's not by happenstance; it's by design that his guard passing tape is called systematically attacking the guard, mm-hmm. where most people would classify the guard position as the attacking position. Right. Because like by definition you have four points of contact versus no points of contact. So like, that's an interesting, like, so it's a mindset thing that, all right, man, thank you for hopping on today. Mark. I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing your, your input BJJ, BJJ and Bruce. Uh, uh, any, pl- any platform you BJJ gotta, and spell out and Bruce. like, share, subscribe and follow. Um, <laughs> so
0: I think that what I'm also realizing right now is there's a difference between, and actually I, I saw a video about it recently, one of the the short Bernardo Faria teasers, you know, it's called How to Make Your Guard Better, you know, one of those five minute guys. Huge honor for me, I'm with so and so, and we're gonna, I'm releasing a new instructional sort of thing, so this is a, a taste, and there's a difference between playing uh and basically he showed half guard and butterfly and in one version he showed let's say a Z guard where you're kind of there kind of, almost like Nick Paul honestly though yeah okay and then another where you're really attached to the person where you've come in and you've and got, you're
1: working your grips and you're fighting and you, for okay.
0: Well, not, not fighting but you're attached to the person okay maybe that's maybe that's something that in my head is is probably maybe could make me a better guard player is that I need to have this rabid notion of getting to not just a position, which is I'm in close guard, but I need to, once I'm in close guard, that's just like I attach to them preliminarily, if that's even a word. I've attached to them cursorily. Now I need to attach to them in an actually attacking position. I need to find an overhook or I need to get onto one side. I need to go to, let's say a pendulum looking position, you know, that sort of thing, and
1: that's a that's a that's a system, then, right? Like, a, but but maybe
0: that's the maybe that's the point. It's like, as a guard player, maybe the thing is, is I need to get to these these superior
1: guard positions, positions. yeah. Like,
0: and the the passer, the attacker, is trying to deny that, and that's the game. That is that's that's jujitsu. That's jujitsu. But right. I'm realizing that because it's like. I I would I'll sit in half guard playing Z guard and I'm not doing shit. I'm just keeping a guy's weight off me. I'm not going to a. a but here's the weird thing
1: though. I'm in. But it's also z- what's only available to you at that moment too, right? Like.
0: But in that in a, in a less dominant position, in my opinion, is when I can do, like the Shaolin sweep. Right. Like when someone threw. I was grappling the other day and I actually hit a great Shaolin because the guy threw all his weight on me and I was like, aha, Shaolin time, you know. But I wasn't in a great guard position, I would think. You know what I mean? I was just keeping... I was managing distance, but I wasn't
1: attached. So that's a, that's a crazy thing, right? Like that's, As the guard player that you are, Yeah, help me reconcile this. Help me understand this. I'm, I'm a super reactive grappler. And that's, I think that's just Fucking purely personality. reactive. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a purely reactive. Like, you'll, you'll never see me push the issue. Right? Like I'm only giving I'm only playing off of what you give me at that moment. Why is and the that's music still playing here? I don't know. Everyone like. left the gym and we're by ourselves,
0: but they left the it's music. All right. on. I, I they don't turned mind. the AC off. Yeah, but like they left the they, they left, left the left fucking the- music playing. <laughs> I'm like what? Whatever. It's it's <laughs> it, they're just lazy.
1: Um I don't know. Like I, I think it's it's but it's also like, like intention in mind, right? Like just going back to Victor today, like I played a much more attacking guard today because Victor was like egging me on. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll play a little bit more with you right now. And so like, it's just the mindset of the person, whether you're defending or attacking. Right. So just getting the mindset of just what's, always what's, attacking. What's more efficient though. I don't care what, what, what the mindset is. Mm-hmm. What's better. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's the million dollar question because like, you like said what's something. your goal in Sorry, mind? Go ahead. Right, what, what, what's that? No, no, no. Keep going. Cause I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to one thing you said earlier, but like, going what's your goal thing. in mind? Right. Like, and, and I'm in general, I try to, when I'm rolling funnel to whatever it is we're working on, not everybody's doing the same. So like, that's going to dictate too. like what you're, intention for that particular role is or like whether you try to funnel, which is, I think that's training with a ultimate like purpose in mind versus like, I'm just going to play off of what they give me. And then, you know, like that's, that's because that opens up so many more doors to what the role is going to end up being, you know,
0: that's interesting because I can actually see doing jujitsu in two, in two mindsets, like a systems based one and a reactive based one. Like, you just wait, and then what, when they do something, you respond. There's actually a guy, Wim uh, Pewter, or De Pewter, I forget if it's Pewter, Belgian black belt. Uh, met him at Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. Has some uh, instructionals out there. And he his principle is the mirroring concept, the mirroring principle. Oh, is that th- is that him? Okay, all right. I and he thinks the person who makes the first move is the one at the dis- at, with the disadvantage. That's
1: interesting because that's actually a not Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but that's a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu idea. Can I hold like, my mic real quick yeah. and keep talking? Their idea is that like the person who is initiating attacks is operating on more of like a, I guess you can say systems-based approach, where it's more of the mind working versus the person who's defending is operating almost purely on instinct. So like the more efficient one is the defender and they, it, it, I don't know. It, of course it's like a lot of it is like fucking Gracie salesmanship is like because they are like a self to face self-defense based like Academy like, they, they predicate their idea of what the purest jiu-jitsu on is the one who's defending and counterattacking because they're operating on a more, these are my heuristics. If they do this, then I automatically do this, and it should work because I've practiced that, like, um, efficiency that much, or I've developed that efficiency. Well, I'm just wondering if, if,
0: if you distill jujitsu, jitsu as, can you say the guy on bottom is still doing a system and it's really just a matter of the sport the sport aspect is are people timing their movements and actions and counter? and I think that's where you get back to the sport of jiu Jitsu. It's like everyone knows how to shoot a basketball. Sure. Are you going to succeed every time? Of course not. Of course not, right, right. And especially if you have a defender in that's the sport aspect of it. so if 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 someone is in my Delahivevan headquarters, I have an idea what my reaction should be as the guy on bottom. The guy on top entered headquarters position. Ideally he's not hanging out there and they're doing something and we we have this window of of if I if I'm first with my reaction times, my athleticism and my
1: kazushi and, whatnot, and all right? that like, yeah
0: then i win and that's the sporting
1: aspect of it so it's almost is that like, really the sporting aspect or is, this, is that the actual purity of it right like the, the I art think, i think the of thing it.
0: is is if everyone knows jujitsu fully then it becomes a sport but what ends up happening is there's still a significant amount of jujitsu where people quote win because the other person doesn't know the jujitsu that they're doing leg locks if you mm-hmm. don't know what sure. leg yeah. locks are yeah that's like going with a grappling with a white belt. Like being a white belt and grappling with someone, you're like they're scrambling. Like, imagine when I was a white belt, people were getting on my backs and manipulating me. I had no idea what they were trying to do, but then I realized they were choking me out. Right. Like, until it was too late. Same thing with leg locks. Especially someone who doesn't with leg know locks, leg yeah. locks, it's like this guy's under me and I'm kind of like fumbling with my legs and then the next thing I know, he's ripping my knee off, you know? So there's a dual aspect of knowledge and then yeah the execution of it in a you know in a sports-like manner god dang it you just so vast can't i it's just a, learn it
1: in one day can't i just fucking a, you just plug it codes? back in the back of your head man and yeah. i know jiu-jitsu yeah dang bro are we are we giving jiu-jitsu too much credit no, we're fans of ju- we, we. Dude, we, are we, we love- giving too much credit? Like, our is like is the sweet science? Like, can we speak? Because we we downplay. It. Like, we we've all kind of like dogged it, right? Like, we you you actually talked about it the other day is like muay thai. you like, there's really only eight attacks, and like beyond that, it's just like whoever's like more attribute based and is better at excusing whatever it is. But like you know, doing muay thai, there are systems behind that too, right? Oh, for sure. So like our. Do you think there's something to the tactileness of jujitsu that makes it so much more complicated in properly developing systems? And because, like, how many, like, I don't know enough about baseball and football and and basketball, but like when you play like Madden, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like these sort of like built in plays, to me, those are essentially just multi person katos. Right, like those well, are Madden.
0: Madden is like I, I when I worked over there, we had. Did longest, you work over
1: in Maitland? I worked in Maitland yeah, at EA. At really? EA Sports, yeah. Did you know Matt Drennan? No. Okay, because he's a brown belt at Longwood. But so
0: yes. there's this huge, like they'd have discussions about Madden, where it's like, like they're like, why shouldn't Madden just be a pre-snap read game? And just let the play out. Because everyone wants to run and catch the ball, but that's like the... the. It's almost like you, you don't... You can't do it. they are like two people involved. It's like you have to be the quarterback and throw the ball, and then you're somehow going to be the receiver and run and catch yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Ball. How the make, hell do you even... But what, what ends up happening is at the, at the, quote, professional level of people playing Madden, it's people changing their formation mad, like crazy at the beginning, to make sure that they're their formation beats the formation of the their def- the defense. So it's almost like rock, paper, scissors. Right, it's right, like right, a fancy right, yeah. rock, paper, scissors where it's like, like
1: I need to move person It's
0: like right now, it's like, that, right now yeah. it's like right now it's like it's literally it's people imagine rock, paper, scissors where you can see if I have a scissor, a rock or a paper out, and I can see if you have a rock, a paper, a scissor out. And it's Dude, a bluff. And game, we're right? constantly switching between the two Right up until we snap the ball,
1: isn't that poker essentially? Then? <laughs> right, like that's like that's poker, right? Like, <laughs>
0: so that's kind of what. Ha- so Madden's kind of a weird one. Uh, I I'm trying to think of a better sports game. But like, oh, I mean, do you see what I'm gonna Like, because essentially each of those to me but is you, a prearranged I'll give you a better thing, right? Like EA MMA. I worked with the team that did the MMA. Game. Oh, did you really? Okay. And I worked with them right after that, and I know exactly how I know. To some degree, how they made the game, hmm. and
1: which are super
0: hard, by the way. The EA MMA game was made. This was the one that had Randy Couture and Fedor on the cover. This was not. This was before the UFC license.
1: Oh, this is yeah, yeah. I got, I got you. Okay. It was like non-UFC, okay. the non-UFC, which still they had. I boss think they r- used the same mechanics. They just rebranded it as UFC.
0: Unfortunately, right? no. The, the, Let's not. Get this better. might be too insider baseball, but the, but. The team that took over for that project when they got the UFC license ended up taking the boxing engine for a game that for a boxing game that those guys had made. So they actually threw away the work that a lot of the work that the guys in Orlando did. Oh, really? Yeah, and that that's, was kind of sucks. Well, you know, the guys in Orlando believed in the way they threw it to get, you know, they did it, and but but that that that's that's neither here nor there. The thing is, is the way that game was organized was structured. It was a It was basically a a game of of, of timing windows where Isn't that
1: jujitsu though?
0: Well no it is. It it, it was timing windows where animations had you know an animation to to basically advance from a close guard let's say close guard to half guard. You would have loved it because it was all hierarchy based. But there was a window in each of those animations where the other person could counter. And depending on the
1: skill That's very Street Fighter, right? Depending on the skill. So if we were grappling, but skill or timing, there's a difference. Both, right? like, okay. The windows
0: were set at specific frames in the animation. So this is
1: all pre-programmed.
0: Yes. Like this is my weak point. Yes. Really? That's interesting. So so basically, it's like this is your this is the this part of the animation is when you can escape. Now here's the thing: that window is variable. The its placement is unique. Is is static? The placement is the same. The width of it depends on the skill of the person attacking, and the skill of the person defending. So if really? we're dealing with grappling, uh, a grappler with a hundred, with with level a hundred, they do math. So
1: that's the counter.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So, you so that's how like, they. The, the, there's so the, the math, stat. Points. Math, the way the stats go into it is the the. I don't know how they did it, but essentially the grappling rating of the defender. If you're, let's say you're trying to pass someone's guard, right. Advanced position.
2: Okay. Right?
1: There's a window to do it. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that just, yeah, right. In life, too. And, and
0: actually, in this case, it would be, if you're passing the guard, you initiate a guard pass, and then there's a window to defend it. Okay. Okay? So, the guy defending, they take the the grappling skill of the defender, they take okay. the grappling skill of the... Offender The the offensive is, person And the
1: disparity Is the window of escape Just basically Yeah Really yeah. That is incredible That yeah. they would be able That means they had to have jujitsu people involved Oh yeah Or absolutely. MMA people involved Right Dude th- there was a guy Who was so in love with
0: Kung Lee That he put in like Kung Lee's like special kick Really Like yeah That so was that, the only That's super example.
1: interesting right Like so like We can apply that To actual like Us Right Like so, so person who's like Good at guard retention Essentially has a longer window to retain guard against a person who's that's ah, that's weird because like passing should counter guard retention from like a well a I look at it thing. this
0: way when Paul passes someone's guard let's say when Paul goes from let's say open guard to top side yeah he does it in a way where the window for you to prevent that is is nil. smaller yeah oh it's compared like compared yeah. to a, and, and, and uh, c- compared to what a white belt passing sure, would do, yeah. right? Also, if I'm if the person on bottom's really good, you have a black belt on the bottom, his frames, his retention ability means that he probably can give himself a little better chance of retaining against Paul because he can widen that, that window or make more space.
1: Ooh, so how long before we develop our jujitsu video game with EA? dude i mean it's like I, they're different facets right like because like at this I mean, point it has it's, to be not grappling nobody striking. likes grappling
0: like the grap, the grappling was cool but i mean everyone just liked to staying and you know even i did i took i kept taking dan henderson and just kept doing just the big, overhand the hand right, right yeah, like, yeah i kept yeah. The, h-bomb up, whatever, the h-bomb or the h-bomb
1: that's funny the um man so like so like we that's how we need to look at each other right like then there's the issue of
0: how to do submission. I forget how they did it, but the, uh, people because were, it has
1: to be an open window there. Well, right? like, doing a,
0: it's like once you attack a triangle, once you attack an armbar, it entered a mini game, and I don't know how like the mini is guy, it like
1: I, like those typical like uh, like telltale games was like a big circle and it's like kind of like I know with the armbar
0: with with joint locks they actually showed like the joint. And oh then, really? And they show it like break it. Like, that person eh, like eh, 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 eh. eh. going, <laughs> like switching their arm. That's
1: super awesome. Like that means that they they've educated themselves in in oh, grappling. Oh yeah, they, 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 they had a bunch of guys. Like, I,
0: you know, it's a shame. It's like it's one of those things where, if if thing if if things happen in a different order in my life, I would have appreciated. Like I wasn't there for that. That would happen yeah. before I right before I started working there, and I also was nowhere near as into mixed martial arts and grappling as I am now. So if I were there with the, with the mind I have now and I got to meet boss root and I got to, meet yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. big John McCarthy, I got to meet who else did they come? Randy Couture, you know, and like, Fedor, that's awesome. uh, I didn't think came in, but there, there, I mean, there were guys that just did stuff for marketing and there are guys that came in, okay, you know, and got mocapped and got, you know, um, I don't know if they got mocap, but they might they probably got mocap. But they, you know, they gave feedback. And yeah, yeah. Like, and Boss Rutan apparently was like, it's just as crazy in real life as he is like, like on screen. So that yeah. is, that is Boss. Like right? I know like, somebody who like had to drive him to the airport, like, and <laughs> he was just like crazy <laughs> 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 in the best possible way. So, uh, and and I'll say this: the one cool thing about. Oh, I think Jacare was in there. They was him. he really? Yeah. Oh he's a
1: strike force guy. Yeah, he's a oh, strike force guy, right? So Grappling level
0: one hundred. The one thing that they all said about the game was and the one thing that, that we the, the team had to add to the game that was a pain to it was actually kind of a pain to do, but they they had to make it work was the fist bump. All the fighters are like the respect, you gotta have the respect in it. Really? And they love the, the the fist bump. So you can do a fist bump in the game where both if both players hit the button, they yeah. do. What's funny is at the time it was a big challenge when you have Bob Sapp against Nate Diaz. How do you get their arms to line up and actually fist bump? I would animation. imagine. Yeah. So th- that th- there's animation issues with different sized opponents. That was one of the biggest Isn't issues. There some, that they, I would
1: imagine there's just some sort of like algorithm that's like shoulder length, like shoulder height, right? Like the the per, the taller person. What you we'll end up, go. what you
0: end up seeing is, is, the, yeah, but the math to figure that out. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the, ah, the, the, ah, the ah, way, ah. the way to algorithmically figure out how to get people of disparating si- like, yeah. disparate size, to actually like link up and not, like, intersect each other in yeah. the video game world is is difficult. So, hmm.
1: are you getting bitten by mosquitoes? Uh, I've had one buzzing, so I don't typically get bitten by mosquitoes. I think I eat enough garlic. That it, it. Uh, I, there's enough sulfur in my sweat to prevent that from happening. I don't know whether that's true or not. I eat a lot of garlic too. Well, I'm also Southeast Asian, which like <laughs> we're fucking evolved for like 2 million years to like avoid <laughs> malaria. Um, so I have not, I, I, there was one buzzing around my head and I was like, fuck off, go attack Noah so like i think he's got you he now, just went off so, yeah yeah it's, and
0: they always bite where the skin's thin so they bit at my ankles and my kneecap or something they've 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 got a good system they've got a good attacking, attacking yeah man the
1: they they got they got away from the guy all who right has, so we'll like,
0: have to think about this but i think we've gotten i think we've had some real i've had personally some realizations about this i i definitely am going to be attacking Kamor traps
1: more you should yeah because it's a it's, good system it's man. fun man is it a good series or system though
0: I I think it's system. I think a people system. say series. I think that's synonymously. Just like, it's a yeah. I think that's just something that people use as a word, but I think we can categorize it as a system. As, yeah, I I, I still am trying to figure out how to categorize topside.
1: It's not a system. It's it's a pinning system, no doubt. Yeah, it's a pinning system because the idea is to pin, right? Like it's just. I think that the differentiation between series versus system is system is just something with an end in mind and yeah and the pinning system doesn't a pinning system is just maintaining but it's pinning that's the end, that's the end right like it's just to fucking hold them on their back and not let them regard yeah
0: but it, it, it it's it's an it's an infinite like the, all the other systems have a finite ending. This ending is actually infinite.
1: But that's an end in and, and of
0: itself. It's like a cyclical thing. If they do this, and you move here. If they do that, you move. And then you just end up just surfing them back and forth in that. So, yeah, it, it, you can make sense of it, but it's different from... It's a
1: control system? Ooh. Oh, not a, Instead of a, what, not a... Instead of a submission system.
0: Well, but see, the Kimura Trap doesn't have to... like With the other system, it either ends in submission or a superior position or a better position okay. or a superior position
1: with its own system. Right? Okay. Like if you, if, if but there if, are no systems of positions, that's the problem, right? Like I feel like backmount is like, if you take backmount, you're attacking from there. Sure. But like there aren't like, you don't say like, like you had just use an example, like there's no closed guard system. Closed guard is a position that opens you up to many other systems, right? Like, because look at all the different grips and whatnot. Um, we'll have to discuss that more. Like at this point, I think we're arguing over semantics. Yes. Yeah, we're def- we're definitely arguing over semantics, but ultimately, I think Jiu-jitsu just fun clarification of semantics may help development of the student and conveying of information. Yes, and I think that Paul. I, did you have a discussion about this with Paul? No. He he was literally using, sort of like, let's look at terminology, guys. Oh, today wow. in class. So I Whoa. think he's he's listening to our podcast. Whoa.
0: Well, he didn't say hi to us or acknowledge us. Or, acknowledge, yeah. or p- did, goodbye. Yeah, he just kind of waltzed out here. He did the old Irish goodbye there. Well, guys, it's been almost two hours. Well, it's an hour 45 minutes. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun. If you made it this far, you actually got us. We you got, you We've got had a minute us. interview with a new student, which is yes. Fine. Yeah, sorry. And ADD. we got to actually talk about jiu-jitsu at the end. So every week, we'll be dropping a new episode You keep it right here. We'll catch you down the road. Like,
2: subscribe, share.